There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo. Real Talk. Straight out. Real Talk. Delusional. Distractions. Crime. Lust. Lying. Politics. Right and left. Democrat and Republican. Breakup of families. Reprobates. Wow. What's going on? Let's talk about this. What's going on? Welcome to BLC RT Real Talk. Body of Christ Real Talk 1964. W1964 BLC RT Real Talk. Welcome to the show. Well, you're going to get straight up real talk here in a biblical perspective. Just what this show is all about is for the saved and it's for the unsaved. And the goal for me on this show is for the saved to be saved. Hello, everybody. Welcome to my show. Before I get started, I'd like to just say good morning, good mid-morning, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good evening, good mid-evening, and for my night listeners, hello night people, whatever state, city, country, or area that you're in, welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. I'd like to thank my beautiful fiancé. Nemo Fu, Christina Nemo Fu, Christina Cancedo Hedamito. She's from Cali, Colombia. She's in Spain now. And we'll be together very soon again when she's in Spain. I'd like to thank her for opening up in English and then Espanol and Spanish for my Spanish listeners. If I have any Spanish listeners, that's for you from my fiance, Nemo Fu, Christina Nemo Fu. I love my boo. Thank you, boo. Thank you, boo. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
I like to try to get into more Spanish for my Spanish listeners. The reason I put emphasis on Spanish, because that's the second language here in US of A in America. So, you know, no offense to a lot of other countries and everything like that, uh, but Spanish is the second language here in the US of A in the United States, and it's a big, strong language. Uh, here also in Chicago and parts of Illinois, extreme Chicago, which is a very diverse city. So I like to just uh, try to get some Spanish out there once in a while, as you will hear on my show. Let's get into this. Delusional. Distractions. Now, this topic is going to be an add-on hot topic. Okay, now what I mean by add on, because remember, I had 20 hot topics I want to talk about. What I'm going to do instead, and this just came to my heart, instead of having them so much separated, I'm going to just like put them all in one package because they all relates to each other of what's going on today specifically around the world too as well but specifically here in the united states so i would be talking about and hitting some very hot smoking sizzling controversial topics i would be hitting what's going on in the the so-called new culture the woke movement the religious movement uh, the city movement, personal, all that stuff. I will try to do this in maybe two or three segments. I'm going to be doing it this way because I've been really busy with my job and uh, I've been doing a lot of OT because I'm in the process of moving to uh, another area and another place. Which will be, which will help me with my podcasting and everything like that as well. You know, it would be a more clear and a bigger place that I would be moving into. Thank God for that. So, as you can see, my podcasts and my shows has been in depth. It's kind of been stretched out on both of my shows and somewhat, not purposely neglected, but you know, it's just been that I have been been doing a lot of overtime and work, and sometimes I just be very tired and everyone that listens to me know my goal is to do full-time ministry in radio and whatever but in ministry in radio and podcasts or you know etc stuff like that therefore until that time come my podcasts will be sporadically for the next month or so but I will be getting a lot of stuff together in one bundle some stuff that you have heard before, I would be giving you updates, like I'm doing now. And some stuff is new, not brand new, but more of an awareness of what's going on in the USA of A and around the world. But basically, I want to hit the USFA. So I will be focusing, excuse me, not on the USFA, but what I will be talking about, delusions, distractions, I'm going to bring it out in a biblical perspective. Now, now, I'm also going to prove that God is not surprised 
of none of this stuff that's going on. I want to put emphasis on that. All this craziness that's going on around the world and the United States, and I'm going to focus on the United States. God, our Lord and Savior, is not surprised. Like some people I will say, well, I know God is angry and he's going to pull down his wrath on America and blah, blah, and do this because of all the sins right there. No, 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 no. We are not living in the time of God's wrath. We are not living in the time of the law. We are living still in grace. Therefore, these things are going to happen and God is not going to pick out on each city or a certain country to wipe out. If that was the case, the whole United States would be wiped out right now. If that was the case, because all cities and countries are living in rapid sin now. If that was the case, God would wipe out not only the United States, the United States would have been gone, but a lot of other countries as well. If that was the case today. So, ministers and lay people stopped coming up with that God is so mad that he can't wait to just wipe out the United States and a lot of things that's happening right now is because God is killing this, God is destroying this, whatever. No, 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 man is doing that themselves. You have another enemy that's influencing this stuff. His name is Satan, the devil, the serpent, that old serpent, the dragon, the insulter, Satan himself. It is not God. The world belongs to Satan on borrowed time. So the world, United States and all the world is on borrowed time. Satan is the little G of this world. He's the prince of the power of the air. He's the little G God of this world right now. This is what God is allowing. And God is not going to interfere. He's going to give you time to come to him, to believe in his son. So a lot of the stuff that I will be talking about and what's going on within your surroundings and outside your surroundings. Just want to put this out there. God is not surprised, but the time is coming that God will pull down his wrath in the next administration, the next dispensation. So right now we're almost, I can say we're in that delusional reprobate beginning that people believe our time of type of lies. People don't even know the difference between the lie and the truth. Evil has become good and good has become evil. So therefore, starting off in this segment, I'm going to start with the United States. I'm going to start off my inner city. And then I'm going to break it off and going to get into other segments. And the name of this short, new, very new, and you know, got to get... When you notice, when you listen to me, I, I come up with something in, uh, out of the blue. It was not planned. But this subject and topic I will be talking about, you know, delusions and distractions. Is what's going on today. Delusions and distractions. Also, I want you to understand that we are in the last days. Now, the last days started way back thousands of years ago for the, under, the ones that don't understand the term the last days. Now, people say, I will say, man, uh, uh, even in a book of Peter, people say, well, God, God's supposed to be doing this and things supposed to be doing like this. I'm just paraphrasing now. And these things have not happened. I thought this is supposed to happen. I thought whatever, whatever, whatever like that. You get the same type of talk here today. But the last days happened, started. 
thousands of years ago. You can even go as far as Acts 2, the day of Pentecost, where God poured down, poured down his Holy Spirit in the upper room to 120 people. Now, there was many other thousands of people that followed Jesus, but unfortunately, that tells you what they followed him for. And I'm not going to get into that. It wound up anyway with only 120 people in the upper room that the Holy Spirit, including Mary, uh, Jesus' earthly mother, when the Holy Spirit came pouring down, you know, in a form of cloven tongues. Now, those tongues mean in different languages, okay? When that day happened, and I'm paraphrasing, so bear with me. You can go to Acts 2. When that day happened, the different Jews that came from different countries that was born because they were scattered in different countries, they understood their own language. Now, let's, all, let's remember now, tongues mean language. The majority of the time when uh, the Bible talks about a language, not all the time, but a language is... Uh, is, it will use the term tongues. Not your physical tongue that's in your mouth, but tongues just mean a lot of times in the Bible, language, okay? So when, a, when the Holy Spirit came down on them, the sign of them that the Holy Spirit came down, they started speaking in different languages. Let's put emphasis on languages, okay? They start speaking in different languages. What type of languages? They were speaking the language to their people, their ethnic group, their people group, the Jews that was in other countries because they were speaking their nation's language. So therefore, the ones in those countries, those Jews, specifically, emphasis on Jews, understood their own language. So in other words, these the ones, mainly the 12, Peter and the 12 that were speaking his miraculous language, was never trained, they was never learned, and nothing like that. So therefore, it was a miracle, it was miraculous. So Jesus promised that will happen in Mark 16. He talked about the different things that the, the, uh, the disciples would be gifted with. Now, why I put emphasis on the disciples is because in the kingdom program, signs and wonders and miraculous signs and always followed the disciples, okay? Mainly the 12. Now, contrary to different churches and different denominations, they have been taught that everyone that's saved will have these miraculous, miraculous signs, healings and prophesying, word of knowledge and different things they call or whatever like that today. But if you follow the Bible very closely, especially when it comes to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the majority of the miracles that what Jesus was shown doing was in Mark, all the way to Mark. Mark has 16 chapters, but the whole Bible talked about the miraculous signs. Started with Jesus. John the Baptist did not do any miraculous signs. It was Jesus started off doing the miraculous signs. Then he transferred the mantle over to the 12. I'm trying to be fast with this. And they started doing signs when they was filled with the Holy Spirit. Not before. They seen the signs, they seen the things that Jesus, their Messiah, their Yeshua, their King was doing, but they didn't have the ability or the miraculous power to do it until the day after the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, then they had the power to go out there. They even done some miraculous things that Jesus did not do. 
Now, I'm not saying more and I'm not saying of less, but Jesus said you will do more than I have done in a paraphrased way. The things that I'm doing, you will be doing more in a paraphrased way. I'm saying this in a paraphrased way. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. So, therefore, when they heard their own languages, the different Jews that was in different countries, you know, uh, like that, that was shocking to them. So, some of them even thought that was listening that they was drunk. So, Peter had to address to them, no. What you are hearing, these are not people drunk. Many people don't get drunk. I'm paraphrasing now. You can read the whole Acts 2 at 9 a.m. in the morning. You know, people don't get drunk that early. Now, I'm not, you might say, yes, they do. But normally, normally, let's go back to that culture then back then. People did not get up 9 o'clock in the morning drinking and that was drunk. So that was just, that wasn't an issue there. Those were the ones that could not understand it. But you had, you had different Jews from different nations understood their own language, so they knew something was with that, hearing that from these unlearned men, in other words, okay? Now, the language was the message, and uh, Peter was talking about the goodness and uh, also, you know, the grace that's coming upon the Jews and stuff like that. That was the message that the, the 12 was spitting out there. Now, let me get back to the 12. If you read your Bible carefully and slowly, you will know the majority of the signs and the wonders was done through mainly the disciples. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say the whole, everybody that was saved was doing these miraculous signs and wonders. Now, I'm not saying some of them never, they did not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just trying to keep everything in perspective and in context. If you read your Bible and you're honest with yourself, especially the King James Bible, I put emphasis on that, you will know the majority of the signs and wonders was done through the 12 going through Acts. Started with Jesus. It was handed over to the 12 because they was the leaders. The leaders were supposed to be the Israeli leaders of the nations, you know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, but they gave that up. They was cut off. So the little flock, which is the 12, and whoever follows was following them was known as the little flock. The 12 was more like the leaders. The three top leaders was Peter, James, and John, or James, Peter, and John. They kind of switched up later on down the line. But those was the main ones doing the miraculous signs and wonders. Also, if you want to be specific, the main, the ones that was doing the signs and wonders that's recorded in the book of Acts, you will hear Peter mainly doing signs and wonders. I know the others did, but it was specifically naming Peter and uh, the other, like, you know, uh, the top leaders was doing those signs and wonders, was gifted. Now, th why I'm saying that? Because it's very important that it take out a lot of myths and a lot of tradition. Everybody was not gifted with healing. Everybody was not gifted with taking a sight, you know, giving a sign, sight back to the, the blind. Everybody was not gifted with the word of knowledge. Everybody was not gifted with speaking in different languages. See, that's my point. If you read your Bible correctly yourself, if you read the Bible, and I'm talking to the saved person, if you read your Bible 
The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals. Now, well-qualified lessees get a low mileage lease on the 2024 Jeep Wrangler Sport S 4xe for $329 a month for 36 months with $5,549 to its signing. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over $30,000. Includes $7,500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Literally, you know what I'm saying is true. The reason we got distracted all kind of ways because we was taught different ways. We was taught in in our traditional denomination that these gifts was for everyone. We didn't get that from the Bible ourselves, and if we honest with ourselves, we just didn't believe what our pastors or our leaders told us what the Bible was saying, the majority of us, I talk about this a lot because this is very important, okay, that's what a majority of our teaching, a lot of true believers, if we're honest with ourselves, comes from our pastor, our denominational tradition, our denominational creed, because most all denominations got a certain creed that they believe in, and they tell you why they believe the word of God and what they stand on, no matter what denomination is they have their own type of creed of what they believe about the bible the baptists the lutherans the pentecostals the methodists the catholics you know all of them have their own type of creed of what they believe and what the bible saying that's why there's so much confusion right now with the word of god it's not the word of god it's not the king james it's man that's made the Bible and the Word of God so confusing today. Okay, I'm not here to talk about that. We can leave that for connecting the dots. My point, I'm trying to go somewhere before I get to my beginning of this topic that I'm going to make a series that's called Delusion, Delusions and Distractions that's going on. Anyway, I wanted to get that out there because what you're going to get on this show Excuse the heater. I'm in that area again where you're going to hear the heater once in a while coming off and on and everything. So I hope it's not too much of a distraction. Okay. Also, I want to remind everyone, i done the beginning of this already before. Believe it or not, i done a topic on this the other day. And it was about close to two hours long straight that i done this topic i touched on a lot of things i hit a lot of things you know you know so what happened is i wind up have to toss that i had to take that i had to toss it i had to take it out why because i had certain a certain earphones on when i was doing the show that i'm doing now i've done it before you know but i'm just redoing it now it's because it took a lot of my, my audio sound out so this show was very was messed up. I, I believe it was a very good, relevant show, but it was. I had to get rid of it. I had to erase it. I had to delete it, if I could just put it plainly, because of audio sound was bad. 
you know, I had to delete it. It was about two hours long. Maybe it was for a good reason. You know, I was upset with that because I shouldn't have had those type of phones on. Every type of uh, earphone and Bluetooth is not for recording Recording because I do uh, all 95 to 98% lately of my recording has been on my smartphone. So, therefore, that I had to delete and destroy the first uh, segment that I'd done, it was about close to two hours long, you know, so, and the audio was bad. I did not want, and I believe a lot of radio podcasters, you know, we don't want our audio so bad that our listeners cannot hear it. So this audio, I was going to continue to uh, explain before I sent it out, but I sent one, I sent it out, published it already. It might be, so if you got it, you might notice that you can't play it no anymore because I deleted it. Okay, I deleted it uh, for that particular reason because of bad audio, and I don't want you all to listen to no low bad audio. I had I sent out the audio before uh, to someone, uh, one of my kin folks, and they said the same thing that they could not hardly hear me. They could not hear me well. And I appreciate that. That's the feedback I want. Let me know if the audio is not good because I want to know that. I need to know that if the audio is not good. That won't hurt my feelings. That helps me to adjust it or try to get another platform. But I thank him for that and everything. And and that audio I kept on there, my uh, last audio before, because this one you can adjust it a little bit your audio and it comes out pretty well once you adjust it and everything but the one i just done was pretty bad it was pretty bad the commercials that uh uh that comes with this with spreaker was very loud you know you know stuff like that but my audio was very low and it was very bad so i I, unfortunately i had to delete it you know those are things you do and the kind of situation you run into when you do radio and podcasts especially podcasts because podcast is recorded radio is more live okay well anyway let me digress perilous times I gave you a dance and I went around about talking about the day of Pentecost, Acts 2 and everything like that. But perilous times. Back to Acts 2. When they ask, what does this mean? When I'm paraphrasing, like I said, I like to put emphasis on paraphrasing. What does this mean? When Peter explained to them they was not drunk, but this is was spoken by the prophet Joel. He broke down the last days. Remember, if you read your Bibles especially the King Jimmy, the King James. He said, these are the last days. So therefore, the last days was happening then, at the day of Pentecost. When Jesus died and was resurrected, that started the last days. You know, this is what I'm looking at. And a lot of, uh, I have a, uh, Justin Johnson and other grace teachers was breaking that down. I, you know, and I kind of said, okay, I could see that because I did not know. But I have a little format now. Those was the beginning of the last days. Was pretty, Peter talked about this was spoken by the prophet Joel. Joel as a J-O-E-L, the prophet Joel. That these things would be happening. God will pour down his spirit. Men and women shall prophesy. And then young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams and et cetera and stuff like that. He talked about that. This was the time that was happening right now. This is what's going on. Then later on down that same chapter, you notice he was talking about the moon turning red and blah, blah, stuff like that. That has not happened yet. 
That's the wrath of God. That's in ages to come. That's the day of the Lord. That's in the future. Okay? That's after the rapture, the catching away of the church, the body of Christ. Okay? So, you can read that all the way down. But just remember, when it comes to the, the moon turning red and all those other things happening, no, that did not happen yet. But the earlier part did, you know, he pouring down his spirit, etc., like this. So you have to learn how to break things off and understand end times. Because a lot of uh, the books of the Bible come out like that. First Thessalonians does the same thing. It, it starts off the capture the way of the church all the way from First uh, Thessalonians 4, 13 and 18. And then once you get into the second chapter of Second Thessalonians, that's basically going to be talking about the day of the Lord. But if you read it all together, you would think it's all in one package. Therefore, that's why I believe a lot of believers, a lot of churches believe that the church will have to go through the tribulation because of those sections. Because the Bible is not like a regular storybook that lets you know what's coming next. You have to learn to connect the dots. You have to learn that what's what. You have to learn the differences between the day of Christ, the capture of the church, and the day of the Lord. But I'm not here to teach that. I'm just trying to give you a little historical look when you're reading the Bible. Okay. So when Peter broke that down, he was just letting them know what was going on. When I, you know, and the reason I went all about with this is because I wanted to tell you about the last days because people use that very loosely. These are the last days, which is it, which, which it is. But do we understand when the last days started and the last days will continue all the way up until the millennium reign of Christ and the next dispensation and the next administration when the grace period is gone when the church is gone the body of christ okay tell the building tell the leading of the thousand year millennial reign of christ that's when the last days will end okay so the last days has been going on for a long long time okay i wanted to get that out there for my listeners okay all right uh so freely, I could say we are in the last days, and we've been in the last days, but you know a lot of things been happening in each millennium or each time of the last days, even back then. We are living in prevalent times. I will be later on down the line when I get to do a stretch. I'm going to be reading from Second Timothy. I'm going to reread from First Thessalonians, and I'm going to reread from First Thessalonians, uh, you know, Second Thessalonians as well. Certain verses and scriptures. That's proving that God is not surprised at what's going on in the world today. Okay? He's not surprised. I know I keep saying it, but people act like God is shocked. Or they wonder how come God is not doing nothing. It's because of not knowing the dispensations and not knowing the time of grace. God's grace means he's not pouring down his wrath and his dispensation. So he is allowing men and women to be saved. So he allowed a lot of things to happen. He gave, that's why I say he, he, he like loaned Satan. He loaned Satan the power to have authority over the world right now. So Satan is the liturgy God of this world. That's why a lot of these things is happening. Many people say God is in control, right? No, God is not in control. He gave control partially over to Satan. That's why all these things has been allowed. If God was in control, you think all this stuff would be going on? Of course not. 
use your common sense. If God was in control right now, if this was the millennium kingdom, when Jesus is in control, none of this stuff would be going on at all because his wrath, that he will purge it and cleanse it out instantly. That ought to tell you right now. God gave not the keys, but he gave a partial, he loaned Satan. First of all, Satan cannot do anything without God allowing it. Let me say that again. The enemy, the devil, Satan, that old dragon, the serpent, cannot do anything without without God allowing it. That might be very powerful, something you never heard of, but God is in control over everything. Therefore, he can just say, okay, Satan, you got this, blah, blah, blah. Just like the book of Job, when he told Job, he, he, he allowed Job to afflict Job. He allowed, excuse me, Satan to afflict Job spiritually mentally but he said just do not touch his body physically you know far something like that you know joe wound up with bros and everything but he did get affected physically i have to go back and read that my point is god allows satan to do those things to joe but kill him let me just put it that way satan had to ask because he was like saying, God, the only reason Job was doing this thing because he know you are protecting him. So God said, okay, let me just, I'm paraphrasing again. Let me just open up now. Let me just say, okay, I'm going to take my protection away. I'm going to let you do what you going to want to do. And then we're going to see what Job go for now because God gives you and I, the believer and the unsaved, our free will. Okay, our free will. So he allowed Satan to do what he do. And Job lost a lot. He lost his family. He lost a lot of things. Okay, God allowed it. My point is God is allowing it even now. Now, some people can't comprehend that. They don't understand spiritual things like that. Mostly the unsaved does not. The Bible talks about that. They can't discern spiritual things like true believers. Okay, true believers will be blinded as well if they don't get hooked up, if they don't get out, get away from the secular type of thinking or the worldly type of thinking. They would be bamboozled and delusion as well, like they are today. That's why I named this topic, opening up this topic, delusional delusions and distractions. Okay, so just remember that Satan is in charge right now, temporarily. Temporarily, Satan is in charge of this world, you know. Now, I'm not saying Satan is here on earth. He hasn't came down yet, or he hasn't got kicked out of the heavenly places. The second heaven as of yet. That's going to happen after the church is gone, maybe between the three and a half years, because Israel has to go through a seven-year tribulation as part of their final chastisement. According to the book, uh, the book of uh, Jeremiah, I think he has the book of Jeremiah. They have seven chastis, five chastisements. This is the final chastisement they have to go through, you know. And so it's going to be God's wrath coming down on Israel and all the Gentiles that's left that does not did not believe in Jesus Christ during this grace period. Okay, his death, burial, resurrection. So if you do not get saved in this dispensation and this administration. And you make it through, you know, without passing away then. If you pass away before, without uh, 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 Jesus Christ being a savior in your life, you're going to automatically go straight to hell. And you're going to be tortured in hell and a holding bar. It's just like when you go, you've been convicted, they put you in a holding cell until you get sentenced to the big blog, the big prisons. That's the same thing spiritually. Say hell is your holding place. It's not your final destination. 
Hell is not your final destination. It's just a holding spot, and you're going to suffer in hell until the great white throne judgment when you will be through in the lake of fire. It depends what type of department you go in. I don't know too much about that. Others do, but I'm not going to put nothing that I don't know. You will have to suffer even more along with the false prophet, along with the beast, antichrist, and along with health, hell, and death itself in the lake of fire during the ages to come at the great white throne judgment, okay? Why the body of Christ, the church, before the wrath of God, before the seven-year tribulation, we would be caught away in our new bodies, whether we were alive or dead, we would get caught in our new bodies, and I believe we're going to go straight to the judgment seat of Christ. Remember, there are many judgments in the Bible, but the main two big judgments that stands out is the judgment seat of Christ and the great white throne judgment. Let me say that again, the judgment seat of Christ, which is for the church, the body of Christ, we will get judged for our our works and our and what we've done in our bodies on earth. That's the judgment seat of Christ. We will not be getting judged because of our sins, because our sins was dealt with according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. We will not get dealt with our sins. We will not get dealt or, or whether we will be saved or not. No, we will get dealt on the works what we have done on the earth and our in our bodies while we was on earth. You know, that that, that our rewards would be based on of what we've done on the earth, not our sins, but what we have done good for God on the earth. That's the, that's the judgment seat of Christ. So many people will have different levels of rankings, you know, in the heavenly places. Now, the great white throne judgment, that's just that's a plain out judgment on the unsaved, period. Who would be the judge of those two judgments? Jesus would be the judge of both of them the judgment seat of Christ, and the great white throne judgment. You do not want to go to the great white throne judgment. You better get it together now so you can face the judgment seat of Christ. But the great white throne judgment is for the unsaved period. Those for the ones that's not written in the Lamb's book of life. See? Which is going to be sad. The majority of the people on this earth would not be in the Lamb's book of life at the great white throne judgment. Okay, I'm trying to go slowly and plain so even the ones that's not saved can understand what I'm saying. You know, this is not a game. You have two judgments, the judgment seat of Christ, which is for the church, believers only, and you have the great white throne judgment is for the unbelievers. Okay, I want to make that loud and clear. You will be judged if you never believe in Jesus, what he done on the cross, his death, burial, resurrection, you would be judged at the great white throne judgment, you know, for your sins you have committed during the tribulation period, not the grace period, because he didn't charge you with any sins then, you know, I'm talking about during the tribulation, during the grace period, when your sins was being charged against you again, therefore, and your biggest penalty Sin is the one of the big ones, but your biggest is still your unbelief of not accepting Christ, of not believing what Jesus done for you. Your unbelief will send you to hell. Your unbelief, even at the great white throne judgment, that's what's really going to send you to hell. You had a chance. He done. He dealt with your sins. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the cross, 2,000 years ago, all men's and women's sins. Before you got saved, he dealt with your sins. I don't care what nobody disagree with this. This is Bible. He dealt with everybody in the world's sins. Now, because he dealt with your sins, the unsaved as well, you don't have no sins caused against you. That don't mean you had a free ticket to heaven. That means you had to accept it and had to believe it. You had to receive it. Therefore, even if your sins has been, he's not charging you against your sins. That don't mean you won't go through sin challenges. You still face the penalty of the sins you do. You will still face those penalties, but he's just not charging you for those sins. That don't mean you're not going to hurt. That doesn't mean you're not going to struggle with sins. That means he's just not charging you for it. Your problem is your unbelief. That's what you're going to have to deal with at the great white throne judgment. You follow what I'm saying? Okay, you follow what I'm saying? All right. Okay. So, I went all around vet to get to this. Because I'm going to do this maybe two segments. Oh, by sinus. Now, Joe, you might say, Joe, what does this got to do with the subject? It has a lot to do with what I'm going to talk about, delusions and distractions. I wanted to throw that out there to let you know that God, the Bible has already been fulfilled. All this that we're looking at now is done in God's eyes. It's nothing new. We cannot comprehend the supernatural, omnipresent, omniscient ways of God. See, what's going on now is already finished in the eyes of God. He's know, He knows already who's going to hell, and he knows already who's going to be with him in the heavenly places and also in his earthly kingdom. He already knows that. So that's why I mean this is not shocking to God. God, this is past in God. This is past in the eyes of God. It has been finished. When Jesus said it is finished. Everything has already been finished in the eyes of God. It's just eye-opening to us. But it's finished in the eyes of God because everything is finished. All that is already finished. The millennium kingdom, the ages to come, all that, I mean the other fullness of times, God already knows the past from the present from the beginning. He knows all that. It is finished already. It ain't for our minds to comprehend it. We cannot. If we could, we'd be God. We cannot comprehend that. It is already done, so nothing is surprising in the eyes of God. This is my point. He's just letting it play through. But it is done. It's not shocking. He's not on the edge of his seat. My point is, it is already finished. It is done in the eyes of God. So let's get that out there first. Nothing, this is not shocking what's going on in the world of God. So stop using those phrases. Oh, God is going to do. No, 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 no. God already knows what's going to go on. Now, does it bother him to say, well, of course he does, but uh, omniscient, omnipresent, all-powerful God, 
we cannot comprehend we cannot comprehend the ways of God or his thoughts. We we have no idea what knowing the beginning from the end and all that is. We have we cannot comprehend God being in the past, being in the present and in the future. We cannot comprehend that, that all this was going on on this earth is already finished. God know who's going to go to hell, who's going to accept his son, and he already know the one who's going to reign with him, not only in the heavenly places, but on here in this earthly kingdom. He already knows. So I wanted to, I want to get that out there, okay? All right. Delusion. And distractions is what I'm going to be getting into. I'm going to, the next couple of days, Lord's willing, I'm going to start uh, talking about certain things. And I wanted to get that out there. This is the, this is the, this is the beginning. This is the icebreaker. In other words, this is the icebreaker of what I'm going to be getting into because I'm going to be hitting different topics and subjects. So it's going to offend certain people and it's going to uh, bring reality to me myself because I'm putting myself there and everything of what's going on because I'm going to hit I'm going to put it in a bundle so I really want you to pay attention I'm going to send this out there because I really want everybody to pay attention if you are thin uh thin skinned you might not want to listen to this short series because I'm going to be hitting different religions not fully but I'm going to be making my point I'm going to show you what the you need to be standing on the word of God, not another cult, not another sect, not another religion. You really religion. You need to be standing on the word of God because all this other stuff you believing in, you know, is going to go to ashes. It's going to it's going to melt away. It's going to burn away. That stuff does not mean nothing in the eyes of God. You changing your name to a Hebrew name. You changing your name to an African name. You changing your name to a Muslim name. You changing your name to a Buddha name. Does not mean nothing in the eyes of God. I don't care how you pronounce his name in those languages. Does not mean nothing in the eyes of God if you do not believe in his son of what he done for you. Your religion is a bunch of garbage in the eyes of God. Now, this is just a taste what I'm going to be hitting on. This is just a taste. So get prepared. If you got thin skin, don't listen to it because I'm going. To, it's going to affect a lot of people that got their own religions that they're, that's out there. They've been put out there by Satan. And it sounds good. It looks good. It brings division. It brings all that stuff, but it's of Satan. It's not of God. So I'm going to touch on different things. You know, all that has to do what's going on in this, this mayhem, what's going on now, delusions and distractions. I'm going to be dealing with the media, what's really going on, the evil behind the evil, the good, the evil behind. There is an evil behind the evil that you see. There is a bigger plan behind the plan that you think was going on. The media is not who you think they are. The government is not who they think they are. The Democrat, the Republican is not who you think they are. They all have been sold out. Satan is getting prepared. He know his time is short. Yes, he does know his time is short. And he's not even got down. He's putting things into action now, setting up for the ushering in of the Antichrist. See? I advise a lot of believers, please get more into end times. Get Please get more into eschatology. That means end times. We need that, you know, because there's a lot of things that's going to be happening that's going to take a lot of people by surprise. 
I'm going to go back to Matthew 24, dealing with the days of Noah. You know, I'm going to break down what it, what it was going on in the days of Noah when they was talking about the return. Now, the return has nothing to do with the catching away of the church. Matthew 24 has nothing to do with the rapture of the church. No, it doesn't. It has to do with the day of the Lord, the second coming of Christ. The church is going to be gone. So what Jesus is talking about, he's talking about Israel, 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 the Jews, their last chastisement. Put that out there. He's talking about his second coming, the day of the Lord. We read Matthew 24. When you read the book of Luke, I think that's Luke 21 or something like that. I'm not sure, but you know. I'm going to get my scriptures together and everything so I won't take things out of context or out of verses. So I'm going to deal with a lot of things and I'm going to pertain it to what's happening today. Because it is, we just, even myself, just find it so tough that they believe that can be so much evil. Even myself. Okay? Okay? So, delusions and distractions is going to be a very interesting mini series and I just put this on here this is something I just decided to do because I had to get rid of I put it all two hours and something I didn't even know it was going that long but I was talking about so many things and I was reading different verses and I was reading diff different scriptures so I had to delete it because of the audio was so bad it was so low you could not hear me and uh, if you like me man I got to hear you I cannot go with bad audio my, I don't have the best podcast but at least I can say that I try to get my audio as best as I can. But let me digress. Those are different topics that I'm going to be touching on in this whole thing because it's going to be very important because it's going to hit a lot of uh, avenues that's going on today. So you, if you don't like politics, don't listen to it because I'm going to deal with politics. I'm going to deal with left and right, liberals and uh, conservatives. Okay, I'm going to deal with that. Right now, I'm going to touch on something that I'm going to boldly tell the church. And I'm specifically talking to the church, the body of Christ. I know a lot of people, a lot of others probably listening to this too. It's okay. This is nothing secret hidden. I'm going to say this. And I'm going to say this with anger, but with love. I'm saying this. And I'm going to be honest with you. I really want you to really start doing this, church. And whoever is listening, I really want you to start doing this now before I close this, this audio. I'm just going to start with politics. Whether you are a voter or whether you are not a voter. But if you are a voter, you believe in your politics. Christian. Un unsaved if you really believe in your in your in your politicians you need to start researching both parties now there's other parties out there you have your democrats and you have your republicans but each party have morals and standards that they believe in all Democrats, and I mean the majority of all Democrats, majority are liberal in their thinking. Okay? <clears throat> I said the majority because you have, but most of them are liberal, but some of them are more understanding and some of them more, you know, can be, you know, uh, 
can be convinced in another way with some truth. You have do have some liberals out there that say, okay, that makes sense. They're willing to change their mind when the truth is just in your face. You can't deny it. Then you have the liberal and you have the far left. You know, just stuck in their ways. They have an agenda. They they don't even believe what they believe in. It's almost like it's demonic, man. It's sick, you know, in the Democratic Party. The Republican Party, you have your rhinos, which I mean by rhinos, that's Republican and name only. That means it's, it's almost like having a liberal Democrat. It's a liberal Democrat calling himself a Republican. His votes is almost Republican. I mean, Democrat. So it's like, Having a Repub- having a Democrat with a Republican suit on and name only. That's what that, that term rhino comes from, okay? You know, you also have your Mavericks, your in-between Republicans. They call them Mavericks. They've got, that's what they call, uh, you know, I forgot his name. Uh, no, what was his name? Well, you have your... Let me get back to the rhinos. Rhinos meaning you have your your Mitt Romneys, you have your Lizzie Grams, you have your uh who's the other ones? You have it's it's quite a bit out there. It's a few women out there you have. But my mind just go blank. I hate when my mind just go blank. You know, you have your somewhat McCarthy's, you have your your different type of somewhat in between liberal type of Republican. That's what I call them. It's a lot of liberal Republicans in there. So you don't want to mess with them. They are not, you, I don't, you don't want to trust them Republicans if you vote Republican, you know, uh, you have your conservative Republicans. What I mean by conservative, they believe in the constitution. They're very strong on the con, the constitution. You know, someone is calling, I'll get back to that. You have those type for, you know, those type of uh, believers that's called conservative. Then you have your Christian conservative. They believe in the morals of the church. You know, they believe in the morals of God. They believe in a fully believe on a constitution and stuff like that of the United States, et cetera, and stuff like that. So, you know, you have that type of belief in both parties. when Not both parties, but in the Republican Party, you know, when it comes to morals and the constitution. All the Republicans usually stand strong on the constitution and uh, strong military and stuff like that. Uh, uh, less government and you know small government. Democrats are usually liberal. They stand on bigger government. They stand on bigger government. Okay, mostly the Republicans stand on small government, less government, like the Constitution of the United States. You know, put out there like it's supposed to be. But a lot of Democrats, big government, we make it plain, literally, and Republicans. Conservative, small government, big government, Democrat, Democrats, small government, Republicans. More taxes, Democrats, less taxes, Republican. You 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 getting it now? Did you ever notice that? Same sex marriage, Democrats. A marriage between a man and woman, Republicans. You getting it now? I want you to listen closely because when you put that lever down. You're voting for these issues that's going on now, rather either side, okay? Rather either side. Small army, small military, Democrats, strong military, Republicans. Now, you got your differences in there, but I'm just making this basic. And I'm going to go with that, okay? When, uh, I'm going to start with politics. I'm going to start with politics, okay? And I know I've done a teaching on this before, all right? Transgender movement, 
liberal Democrats, they're for that. They're signing many laws for that. Republican, no, they're against that. Did you know that? Follow what your party believes in because majority of the black people vote Democrat. I'm going to get into that later. They vote Democrat. Therefore, if you're voting Democrat, even the church and a lot of blacks that vote Democrats, I already know a lot of whites do. If you're voting Democrat, this is the stuff you're voting for, even though you say you're against it. You're voting for it when you vote for Democrat because it comes with the whole package. I don't care who the person is. You're voting for that whole package if you are a voter. Okay? If you are a voter. Vaccine mandates? Democrat. Republican, no. Okay? If you're voting for that, that's what you're voting for, that party. Lockdowns. Lockdowns. Keeping you locked down. Democratic Party, Liberal Party. They vote, they for that, big time. Republican Party, no. Some are partially for it. Some, most of them, conservative, conservative Christians, no. Lockdowns. They like real science. The liberal side usually make up their own science. The Republicans try to go with the realest sciences they can. Now, both parties are wicked now. And I'm talking about the upper government. Not the people, the, all the people on each side, but the upper government. They're, they're in it together. So it's a lot of wickedness on both sides. This is a lot of wickedness on Democrat and Republican. But I'm just saying, if you look at it in a literal way, what they stand for, that's what you have to look at. The less of the two evils. The less of the two evils. Sorry, if you are a voter. If you are a voter, I don't care too much about voting. You know, you might not like it or not, but I don't. But if you are a voter and you want things to change, what do you want change in? How could you vote for a party, a Democratic Party, because they do welfare? They might, you know, give you more minimum wage and different things like that. You vote for them on a basis of that, but you ignore all the other wicked policies that they pass, including abortion. Democrats are for abortion big time. Republicans are against abortion, some to an extent. Okay? Did you know that? Did you know that? Democrats against separation of church and state, they for that. They don't believe that God has no business being in the church, I mean, being in the states or, or politics, anything like that. A lot of ministers, people might agree with that. Republicans are for God and the reading of God's word. That's what they used to go to court and they used to read the Bible. They used to have the Ten Commandments on the board. When Democrats and even Obama and them came to office, they took a lot of their stuff off. They didn't want God in that. They didn't want God in the government. This is what you vote for when you vote for Democrats. I'm going to end this because this is just the beginning. This is some of the things I'm going to talk about. I'm going to get into politics. I remember I deal with light politics, not every emphasis. But I want you to know the differences, the best way I can, of the two parties. If you are a voter, if you're not, you're not worried about it, it's still good to know. Because the majority of black, my black ethnic group votes Democrat. Without knowing nothing about that, because they don't pay attention to that. They would just believe that Kool-Aid, that Democrats is for the blacks and the Republicans for the rich white. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All of that is a myth, you know, but I'm not going to teach on that. <laughs> Excuse me. My point is, you're going to learn a little bit about that and how all of this got to do with what's going on now. Whether you know, whether you like it or not, whether you don't believe that politics, Christians should be de- dealing with talking with politics, I differ. Politics is all in the Bible times. You know, the Pharisees and the Sadducees in their times, they was politicians. They was all religious leaders. They was into all that. They was Because politics has to deal with religion as well. All, it affects all this because Satan used politics. The enemy used politics. You can't hide under the table. The enemy used politics. He used these things I'm talking about. He used those type of systems out there, okay? So, whether you, uh, for politics or whatever like that, you say, I'm not, I don't believe in none of them. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's going to affect you. It's going to affect your schools. Okay, let me get back to that. Democrats pushing bills for all this transgender teaching, same sex, which is the same thing, all this teaching, masturbation, pornography, and your children's schools. And I might not be in all the schools, but you need to check out your schools. That's being okayed by the Democratic Party. Now, I'm not saying every Democratic stands for this. I'm not saying that. But they know what's going on and they're not doing anything about it. They're more concerned of the party name than moral ways of God. They might be decent, good, democratic, liberal people, but they still stand for this evil and they still ignore it. They don't want to fight against it. They go against their own conscience and their own moral beliefs because their party is more important to them. That could be either party. You could be on the conservative side. Conservatives are more concerned about their conservative belief in the Constitution of America over the true word of God. That's an issue. That's an issue. Now, conservative views are good, even Christian conservatives. It's good to stand on the Constitution and be patriot about your country and stuff when it comes to the United States. But when it takes precedence over the word of God, over salvation, how to be saved, God's will today is for all men and women to be saved and then come to the knowledge of the truth. His will is for Democrats and the Republicans to be saved, period. Not put conservative beliefs over his word, over his son, over salvation. I know, no. I see too many conservative talk talk hosts talk about patriotism. Nothing wrong with that, but their answers is always, you know, what we must do, what we must do. We have to do this. We have to save it for this. We got to do this. We have to do this. It's never really about God. 
they, that tells me they don't understand the Bible. They don't get into eschatology. They are just uh they are they are, they are just spiritually discerned. They're spiritually dead. I don't care what you win in politics. You're going to hell if you don't get saved. Conservative Republican. So let me put that out there first. But while you hear it's the less of the two evils. I'm telling you what the Democratic Party stands for. They always had a red flag. They're the starters of the KKK. They're the one brung up a lot of the lynchings and the stuff in the South. It's the Democratic Party, not the Republican Party. It's the Democratic Party was doing the lynchings. They had people lynching. They formed the KKK. The Democratic Party. They just even... They do some things that a lot of blacks and a lot of whites and a lot of poor whites don't know nothing about. They just pull that latch and they look at the little things that the so-called Democrats do. They don't look why they do it. What's the real motive why they do it? Why they want you to vote for them? Why do you think when the midterms is coming up, okay, why do you think they start passing all these laws, talking about minimum wage. They also eased up on the lockdowns and stuff like that. They're going to do programs now here in Chicago that they're not going to charge you for grocery taxes and stuff like that. You don't have to pay no taxes for grocery. They start doing this. You got this guy named uh, Willie Wilson going around, you know, paying people's gas, you know, giving people. That's a good thing. But what is your motive? Why? Election time is coming up. That's when the Democrats really get out there and start pushing that good old angel-like thing on you so you can vote for them. Therefore, they want you to ignore every other thing, evil thing that they're a part of. This is real talk, y'all. This is the Democratic Party that a lot of you vote for and still go vote for. This, what I'm saying will go right over your head. Church, and you ought to know better. Because all these immoral things that the Democratic Party stands for, you voting for that when you vote Democrat. You ignore all this evil that they're part of because these social programs and all these other things they give to you, you know. So you ignore all this other evil that they're doing. The Democratic Party, the far left. Now, I'm not, we're not, let me put this up here again. I'm not talking about every liberal and I'm not talking about every Democrat. Okay. I'm not talking about every liberal and I'm not talking about every Democrat. That's the same. I'm not saying every Republican is conservative. I'm not saying every Republican is Christian. No, I'm not saying that. You know, I'm, I want to get that out there right now. I am not saying that. So let me get that out there first. What I'm talking about, you know, many people are talking about this. Some Christians are talking about this. Not enough, but some Christians are talking about their conservatives. They are talking about it more than a lot of Christians. See? But this needs to be talked about. You know, this needs to be talked about. Okay? Because it's going to hit home, even close to me. You know, I'm talking to myself too. Because, you know, some of the thinking I need to change. So I'm talking about all of us when I when I when I talk about this, you know. But I'm be honest with you, a lot of them I have I, I'm out of it, man. You know, hey, I'm I'm you know, ain't no more fooling me no more, man. 
No, no more of that. I never voted Democratic anyway. I just didn't really want that to vote in period, but it was when I understood the differences between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. Now, this section is about politics now, so if you don't want to hear politics, just, just turn it off. What you're going to be missing, it all connects to the whole big conglomerate of what I'm going to be talking about in this couple of segments when it comes to the delusions and distractions. You will know where I'm going with this and how it's going to come to, um, I'm going to make it biblical. You know, it's going to be a lot of real things that I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about local things that's happening in Chicago. And I want you to talk based on what's happening in your local city. Because your, your your local city is not like Prince, you know, like, like the, the, you know, all clean anyway. So you have your all your issues in your own city. But I can basically talk about Chicago myself. It's a lot going on for the last few years. I've talked about that in the podcast, a few podcasts before, and it's a reason for that. It is a reason for that, you know, what's going on. It's like it's a rush, it's a push. Yes, the midterms are coming up, but don't put your whole focus on the midterm elections if you are in politics and if you are a voter. And I'm talking about Christian voters that's into politics and stuff like that, you know. Don't put so much emphasis on that as victory. There would be a little light in the tunnel, and people talk about the red wave and stuff like that. Yes, there's no way the Democrat can even win one chair if the election is done legally. Let me say that again. I mean this. I, I cannot really see, and I might be wrong, wrong as in <laughs> winning one chair. I cannot see any Democrat winning one chair in this coming midterm election without fraud or something being rigged now this is my opinion i just if it was straight out voting the right way is supposed to vote without the mail-in voters or cause brings a lot of fraud without that stuff i don't see the democrats in, uh, having a chance so don't think it's going to be if it went out regularly and where it's supposed to be yes you will have across the gate you will have a full uh not full but you will have a majority senate that's Republican and a majority Congress that's Republican when it comes to politics, okay, when it comes to politics. Now, to me, that's a good thing for this earth, for America. That's a good thing. But if you know biblical eschatology, it's going to be a setup going into the presidency and all that. It's going to be a setup. It's not going to be all peaches and cream because you sometimes you don't know who's a Republican, who's a Democrat. That's the that's the that's the way of choosing between the less of the two evils. But this is where we end now, folks. This is where we end. If you are a voter, I keep saying it, if you are into politics, if you're not, just ignore what I'm saying. This is not for you. If you're not into politics, it's not for you. It's okay, you know. But I'm just talking about the ones that's into politics that's going to vote. I'm just giving you I'm actually telling you, if you are a Christian, you ain't got no business voting Democrat. I'm going to just put it plainly. With all the things that are anti-God with this party, you do not have no business voting for the Democratic ticket. Okay? You have no business voting anyway. Just for the little things they're supposed to give you. 
speaking of Chicago, all this stuff Prisca Nim is doing and all this stuff, you know, you got the mayor here in Chicago. Her emphasis is not really putting down or taking down or trying to stop all this crime and all this stuff going on the CTA buses and all this useless killing because Chicago is soft on crime. They got the strongest gun laws in the nations and very soft on crime because of the, the, the politics. They're soft on crime. That's why the crime is so bad in places like here in Chicago, in Baltimore, Philly, and other liberal states. That's why it's so bad here in Chicago, because they're soft on crime. That's it. Soft on crime, anti-God. Anti-God first. Soft on crime. No morals. No morals. A lot of this goes over a lot of Christian believers' heads. But that's why they can, we can complain all we want to. Politics has a lot to do with what's going on. Whether you say, I don't get into politics, you better do something because politics is part of it. If you want to make a change, if you are a voter. If you are a voter. You know? You're going to, it's going to affect you regardless. Whether you fall or not, it's going to affect you regardless. Satan is the puppet master. He knows what he's doing. We cannot outsmart Satan. He's an angelic being. He's a cherubim. One one teacher that I was listening to, good teacher, and uh, he was saying Satan has a lot of wisdom. Satan has a lot of wise ways, very intelligent. But he don't use a lot of common sense. Because, and I think what he mean by that is, it's nothing really hidden if you're really looking at what he's doing. It's a lot of things going on. It's not. It's not so. It's it's evil, but it's not shocking. It's so openly. I could just, you know, when you look at it in a spiritual, in a Christian spiritual perspective, you can see these things with your eyes wide open. If you're not into it spiritually, biblically wise, you're going to be looking at things with your eyes wide shut. So you're going to miss, you're not going to see the things that a lot of us see. Because you're not looking for it. You're either too caught up in politics or you're not in it enough. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To find out what's going on is going to affect you anyway, whether you for it or not. You're too caught up in your religion, whatever it is, your faith, whatever it is, conspiracies, whatever it is, you're too caught up in that. You're too caught up in your color. What's owed to your color? Who the, who the real black people? Who the real this? Who the real that? That's part of distraction. That's part of what I'm talking about. Delusion and distraction. You know you are being distracted because you're so caught up in your religion and your faith and your color. That you going to be bit right in your butt. Because Satan don't care nothing about your religion. Satan don't care nothing about your color. White or black. Or what tribe you think you from. He don't care nothing about that. He'll use you as a pawn. And he's doing very well. Okay. It's, it's not time for me to get into that yet. But I'm going to touch on that. And that's going to be very touchy. I'm going to touch on that. I'm going to touch on churches. I'm going to touch on all that. People of faith.
people of faith don't mean I'm talking about all Christians. I'm just talking about people of faith and their faith, whatever they believe in, whatever it is. I'm going to hit a few of that. All this got to do with these last days, what's going on. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. This is Joseph Brownlee. This was just an introduction of what I'm going to be talking about in this hot coming up series in the next day or two on delusions and distractions. I talked about denial the other day, purposely denying. But this is all goes together. The three D's. Denial, delusion, and distractions. Denials, delusions, and distractions. They all go together. They all go together. Look out and stay tuned for that, okay? This is Joseph Brownlee, B-O-C-R-T, Real Talk. B-O-C-R-T, Real Talk. God bless you all. I'm glad you gave me this time. And uh, let's get prepared. If you have, like I said, if you got thin skin, you might not want to listen to this show. It's not going to be cussing or nothing like that. No, nothing like that. Or putting people down. It's just going to be real talk. You know, different things like that. It's just going to be things that I have an opinion on and things that I see what's happening. And there's going to be a lot of truth in this, you know. And sometimes real truth just hurt, no matter what faith you are in. You know, we all need to wake up. It's going to come down what you feel about Jesus. I don't care what your faith is. If Jesus is not on the top and the way he came to earth, your faith means nothing. Your religion means nothing. You are part of the problem. You are part of the palm that Satan is going to use today. Whatever faith or cult or sect that you are in. Okay? So get ready. This is Joseph Brownlee, B-O-C-R-T, Real Talk, Body of Christ, Real Talk. This got nothing to do with you agreeing with me or nothing like that. I'm throwing out what I'm throwing out there. You do what you do. I do what I do. And we're going to see who's going to come out in the heavenly places on, on top. You cannot go wrong when you keep it in a biblical, rightly divided dispensational perspective. You cannot go wrong. You cannot go wrong. Salvation is today. What are you waiting for? That fence ought to be hurting your behind by now because you're still sitting on it. Don't lose your life still cramming and straddling. Jesus Christ is the way for eternal salvation. No other religion, no other faith. I don't care what they do. You're not under the law. Jesus Christ, by believing in his death, burial, resurrection is the way of salvation. Today, our guidelines and our teachings is through the Apostle Paul, whether you agree or not. I don't care. This is just biblical perspective. Okay. Romans through Philemon is the teachings for you when you be saved. Your sins are already been dealt with according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. Whether people believe, even grace teachers disagree or not, that's on them. It's okay. It's still love. But God is not dealing with you about your sins. He's dealing with you about your unbelief. Contrary to many churches and true believers that's in the body of Christ disagree with. It's not about your sins. It's about your unbelief. Okay. Believing and receiving of what he done for you on the cross. His death, burial, resurrection. Okay. A lot of what I'm going to talk about, going to be some disagreements and whatever like that. That's okay. I'm welcome to. I'm welcome. To. Leave comments and whatever. I'm, I don't argue. I don't debate. I don't get into none of that mess. You know, 
but I just keep it in my perspective and I just let it be known. I don't run from debates, but I don't get into endless genealogy or city debates like uh, Paul told Timothy not to get into in First and Second Timothy. I'm just here to be a mouthpiece the best way I can, even with my mistakes and my bad pronunciations of the word of God. I struggle just like you do. I battle with certain thoughts just like you do. I do some things that's not pleasing to God or myself the way same as you do. Or that's not going to stop me from getting his word out. His word is going to always be true regardless of the mistakes I make. His word is always going to be true. Let every man, let God be true and every man be a liar according to the word of God. God bless you all. Love you all. This is Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ Real Talk. BOC Real Talk. God bless you all. Peace out. Stay tuned for the first full segment of topic I'm going to talk about in this series, Delusions and Distractions. God bless you all. Peace out. Love you all. Love out, my little baby. <laughs> you too, my sweetie. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. My Christina Nimofu, I love you, my Christina Bibu. Bye-bye. Peace out. Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like Gen Air at build.com slash Ferguson.